Hello there, beautiful people of the universe. Oh my god, my voice sounds so raspy right now. This is crazy. Um, I'm not, I don't have a cold or anything like that. It's allergies. It's, I don't know, maybe a cold. Um, I haven't really spoken a lot today. I think this is actually literally the first words I've said out loud today. So here they are. Welcome to Shine Brighter with Liz, a podcast on personal growth and lifestyle development. And I'm your host, Elizabeth Danielle Pujadas. Um, So, yeah, I'm just going to talk. I have been taking these weird pauses from my podcast. And it's just because I've been doing a lot of reflecting, guys, honestly. Like, I, during the pandemic the beginning of the pandemic feel like I was going a thousand miles an hour just trying to do things um like in my last podcast I talked about all the things that I was doing from hosting events to life coaching to just throwing myself into all kinds of service and I feel like I've kind of taken a step back from those things to kind of just regroup um be with myself uh, focus on my relationships it's been a different kind of season where I've just been very low-key and to myself and um I don't know I I kind of wanted to come on here to talk for a bit and here's why um I find that I'm the type of person that um works through her issues a lot through talk therapy Um, And almost funny enough, like talk therapy to myself, like I'll talk and then I'll listen and I'll be like, oh, wow, I can evaluate and almost give myself advice or figure things out while I speak through my issues. And that's almost exactly why I started my podcast when I first started it. Um, I'm kind of eager to go back and listen to a couple of my first episodes just because I think I was walking through a lot of the similar things that I'm walking through right now. Um, But I just kind of wanted to... Yeah, there's literally no um, idea of what this podcast was going to be, but it's been more for just me to talk, um, talk out some stuff I'm going through, and uh, you're welcome to listen to it to see if maybe, I don't know, maybe you go through something similar. I think um, what's funny is I look back on my life and I think back to college, and I was in a pretty dark place throughout college. Um, I was going through a lot and I remember having really bad panic attacks um, episodes of like major anxiety to the point where I literally just thought I was going to die like detachment from self like just the worst anxiety ever like the worst and I quit my job I took out a student loan uh, a small student loan really it was like $5,000 just to live for the year pretty much with five thousand dollars like um just like basic needs with that money and just focus on my senior year of college to just be able to say okay like this is going to be a huge transitional period for me to go into the city and as it is theater school is not really like something you can just cruise by it's not like you can just say okay, I'm going to, you know, copy off of this person's test and just kind of like cruise. Like, no, you can't do that in a conservatory. It's very physical. It's your whole entire body. It's, it, it's acting is a lot. So it's not like you can just check out when you're not feeling it, like you're performing. So it's uh, definitely you have to be very present. So it was, it was a very difficult time for me. And I remember just feeling really dark 
and I started a YouTube channel and I just started talking about my feelings and started talking about anything I was going through and I started getting so much feedback from people saying like hey Liz I, I didn't know you were going through those things or hey I'm actually going through something similar and just hearing you talk about it made me feel less alone and um lately I've just been going through a lot again and I'm actually seeking help this time I'm going to therapy um and it's funny because it's like I think that anxiety and depression are are like they have this huge stigma around them you know what I mean like um I would say I've I've been depressed probably for like some time now and I think it's honestly just because it's been a hard year it's been a hard year it's been a lot of transitions you know just through the pandemic um alone just you know in the, in the height of the beginning of the year I was honestly at the um, the height of my what small career I've had so far I was going in for huge roles getting pinned for huge roles feeling like I was about to book and just giving that my all and just one day out of the night blue like it just stopped it just you know like dance classes got canceled church got canceled like everything just stopped and I, you know I'm really grateful that I had a routine set in place for myself in the sense that I have really strong habits and I you know wasn't like I feel like a lot of people maybe for them it was hard because their whole lives they've woken up at 9 a.m. and they're in the office and they're you know they do the thing and they come back home and like the kids are there and the wife like they have this like other kind of life like I feel like as an artist that's not really our lives like my life is very much um like not same ever and so when I left college like it wasn't like I went to a corporate job it was very much kind of just trying to get by and trying to figure it out and so no day looked the same so when the pandemic hit I don't feel like my life kind of it wasn't hard for me to adjust because I feel like that's what I've had to do my whole life is just pivot um and so um I don't know I've just been finding my inner thoughts saying out like saying life is so hard this is so hard this is so hard I can't do this like this is so hard but if you look at my external like everything is great like I have given myself everything that I can say that I desire I listen to my inner child I, I I seek God all the time like I'm constantly seeking purpose I have wonderful relationships in my life that I've cultivated that I sow into from my family members to everything and and now even seeking help and yet still why does something inside of me feel like this is too hard I think honestly it's that I don't let myself repress the feelings I don't let myself um just like ignore when I don't have like full 100% like stillness joy like when I'm not in that place um I have to do the work for myself to get to that place and I think honestly therapy has been like a huge like somebody literally just like is cutting me open and is making me 
talk about things that I think that I was trying to bury. I feel like I also, um, I know one of my episodes I talked um, about sexy not being a dirty word and I talked a little bit about my intimacy things and I've also had an episode on lust versus love and I think it's really important for me to talk about one of the biggest areas in my life that is so difficult which is just like love and intimacy and I want to talk about it just because I just feel like fuck like who talks about this kind of stuff you know like and if people do talk about that stuff like that's that's the kind of shit that I'm researching all the time like that's the kind of things I want to like watch or or just understand because I feel like it's one of the areas that I have not the most trouble with it's just it's very difficult for me and I actually while showering today realized that um there was an exercise that we did in college that was um just figuring out like who we were you know as actors you need to have a blank canvas um is what they say like you need to know who you are um so that way that you can almost become neutral so that way you can step into another character like how can you understand another character if you don't understand who you are and so that's like one of the biggest things I learned from conservatory is that really discovering like who you are at your core and what are the things in your life that have made you that way like what's your backstory um and for people that are not actors backstory is something like when you're talking about a character you can sometimes create a backstory for that character to understand who they are like what was their mom like what like did they get bullied in school like these are things that maybe are in the script but you know this character didn't just randomly show up in this scene like they have a backstory so like understanding who you are and what's your backstory and one of the exercises that we did was one of our first assignments in college was literally go on word and write your entire life as much as you can remember write it from the beginning of time all of your memories everything and I was thinking about that while I was showering today and I was like I think I want to do that exercise again I think the first time I did it was 20 pages I actually have it still saved I have it in my I have this huge like memory box of my life that I've saved a bunch of random things so I literally have journals since I was like seven years old um but I have that from college and I haven't read it because I want to do the exercise again for myself um but I think you know the reason I want to do it is because I've been reading a lot and and listening to podcasts and um, you know I do have a lot of great practices in my life where I do seek things like podcasts or TED talks or things like that and I was listening to this one um, TED talk and it's a therapist and actually I really want to read this book um, it's called you should talk to somebody um, somebody or someone I think it's you should talk to someone and I know her first name is Lori, but I can't remember her last name. I think it's something with a G. Um, and I know Eva Longoria is turning that into a series for ABC. But anyway, it's pretty much about a therapist who talks to other therapists. And I was listening to her TED Talk on how to change um, the story, changing the stories. And sometimes uh, she says as therapists, their job is really to be editors to other people's perceived story. So, you know, sometimes life happens to you and really what you're doing is you're, you're putting together a story of what 
that means like you give meaning to every situation that happens in your life you are the storyteller behind your life you can say this was good this was bad this took a turn it's you're really in control and when you have therapy um which is what I love about my therapist is really she gives me different perspective she listens to my story and edits will sometimes say well did you ever think about it maybe this way or maybe this person was saying this or feeling this um and what I really love about my therapist specifically is she reminds me to always bring everything back to self um I can get so consumed in in trying to please others or you know just get so wrapped up in everything else and she just reminds me to always just really focus back on me um on god on my connection to self on my healing that i have to do and i feel like i have i feel like i have been really going through a healing process and it's difficult because sometimes you think um I feel like I'll always be healing, right? Like, isn't that what life's all about? Like, aren't we constantly healing? Um, Are my wounds ever just going to be 100% sealed? And I think I've also been exploring, like, intimate relationships. And I think, you know, that has been really hard for me. Um, Because before this intimate relationship that I'm, like, exploring right now, before this one I was in a five-year relationship and it, it it was just so and these are things that are so personal right like I would and I would never like say anyone's name and I will never I mean everyone knows like I mean I'm assuming like people know who I was in a five-year relationship with it was very public but I just feel like there's a part of me that doesn't want to be so open with my life in fear of other people. Um, Like, I would hate for my five-year relationship to, like, listen to this and be like, wow, she's exploring other intimate relationships, which is, like, you know, I would never want him to, like, have hurt around me saying that and, like, listening to that. But at the same time, like, it would also be naive for me to think that, like, he's not doing the same um and I know that he is you know what I mean and that's okay I think like um I think the biggest lesson I had to learn was that no one is mine um and you have to be okay with people um having other relationships with other people and that's okay um and I think the hardest thing that's been for me is that I you know, while entering in these new intimate relationships is I have, I've really deep-rooted abandonment issues. Um, And I think that's why I want to go back and find roots and find um, triggers and find what was the story that I told myself when I was 10 or 15 um, or that other people told me. Um, Why do I have these deep-rooted beliefs um that uh, people are gonna leave me or that or that like when I feel like I'm getting too close to people I really want to push away um and I have 
just so much when it comes to intimacy and love it makes me feel like it's too difficult and too painful and almost makes me not want to explore it and almost makes me want to just be in shallow relationships where um, I can't really get hurt because I'm not actually attached and so I don't know um, these things are obviously super vulnerable for me and like so hard for me to talk about but I know that my purpose is to to talk about these things. I know that I feel so much happiness and fulfillment when I let my pain have purpose. When I let when I don't think that I have to carry these burdens alone, when I don't think that um I'm the only one walking through this, when I know that there's so many women even just my friends, my girlfriends, we have conversations that we, we a lot of us feel this way. And I know men have to feel the similar way. I think love is and intimacy is very tricky. It's a very tricky dance and it's messy and it's hard and there's expectations and there's fears and there's anxieties and there's just so much. And I just, I have so much fear around marriage and, and, and commitment and fear around choosing the right person and just so much unnecessary fear that I don't want to blame on my parents or society but these are pictures that have been painted to to me and to other people growing up and so that's why I know it's my job to do the diving I know it's my job to go back and say okay let's start from the top like let's start from earliest memories like what's up like all right where's one-year-old Liz like what is she up to like what is she doing what is she seeing what is she what is she hearing like what are the emotions that your mom was feeling at 23 like what was your mom going through okay was she going through a divorce at the time and how did that affect you because you know your environment affected you and so maybe was she not really there to give you love in the beginning because maybe she was working a lot and like did that create some separation anxiety like you know what are those things and then me going back in meditation and healing that little girl um telling her hey you know mommy loves you she's just working um daddy loves you he's just going through a lot and i think like that's i think that that is like a huge trigger for me is that i love my dad with my entire being but because my dad was going through so much emotionally he found it easier to um to tap out he found it easier to to just not be there um and and I needed him you know I needed him there um I feel like I just feel like I went through so much as a child experienced so much loss I experienced I had all of my grandparents and all of my great-grandparents and I slowly lost all of them um, and 
I lost my family too in the process. I'm sorry, I had to take a second. My, uh, my family broke up um, when, when we lost our grandma. Um, our family, and by family I mean my dad and his siblings and our cousins, they just, they just all started like not loving each other and living separate lives and I think that was really hard because I think it just led to more of that abandonment of that feeling of like your family isn't always just going to be there. I think the biggest thing is realizing that this life is really about you understanding yourself about you doing the work and figuring out those triggers for yourself. Um, I think I think intimacy is hard for me because it taps into a lot of this. And I'm really grateful for it. I'm really grateful that intimacy takes me to this place um I know that it's hard and I know that it makes me want to run away to the other direction to somewhere safe um but there's a song that my mom dedicated to me and it's called I hope you dance and in the song it says that it says, loving might be a mistake, but it's worth making. Um, and pretty much the song, the reason my mom dedicated it to me is because like, it's a song where you, you decide you can either sit down or you can dance. Um, and it's, it's, you know what, like, you have this one opportunity and you can just risk it and you can enjoy the dance or you can just sit down and miss it. And I think that that's what anxiety tries to do. I think anxiety tries to hold you back from living out this beautiful life in fear of, of, of what? Of getting hurt, of I just think that there's this beautiful life and anxiety tries to keep you feeling safe and you just have to say fuck all of that and just dance and get messy and if you get hurt it's okay you can get back up and you can put a band-aid on it and you could just just explore um these are like huge growing pains for me and I feel so silly I feel so silly for being so vulnerable I don't even want to talk to my therapist this week because I feel like I keep bringing up the same things and I don't want her to think that I'm like 
<laughs> I don't know. Like, how silly is that, right? Like, this is normal. And I fucking can't wait to be an actress. Like, I fucking can't wait to have a role where I could just tap into all this bullshit. <laughs> I think that healing is a really hard process. And it doesn't happen overnight. It's hard. It's messy. You know, and I, I, I look at my mom. I don't know how she did it. I don't know how my mom raised children with her. I don't know how my mom was there for little kids. When I remember her going through so much. And I don't blame my dad for having to check out and not being able to give us love because I know he couldn't give it to himself at the time. So I know that, like, that had to have been so hard for him. But man, my mom is so fucking strong to say, like, yeah, I got this shit that I'm going through, but they didn't ask for this. And she was still there. And she's still very present. Literally, all I'm thinking right now is, don't fucking publish this. This is for your own records. Liz, this is a lot. No one wants to fucking hear you cry for 30 fucking minutes. Delete this shit. Like, this is a therapy session. This was literally a therapy session. This is not for anyone don't fucking post this it's so embarrassing um but you know what like i want to fucking post it like i want to share it like i want to like i want to take my pain and i want to turn it into purpose i don't want i don't want this to be shameful i don't want this to feel like this was just for me and that I shouldn't share this and that that the stigma should be that this is shit that you got to deal with on your own like there's so many people that are walking through the same thing there's so many people that went through divorce there's so many people that have gone through abandonment that have gone through these stigmas because imagine like our parents were young like most of my friends their parents were young trying to provide trying to survive immigrant parents even worse like they're trying to assimilate like they they don't have time to be there for their kids like they just they're just trying to survive and they're like yo you gotta get it together for us because we we left our country so so you could do better like that's my mom's story like with my grandmother leaving her country you know and my dad's story like like all they wanted to do was make their parents proud because bro their parents their parents fought for everything you know and and then our, my parents got just married young, just young, and 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 these are these are generational chains that God knows how long this shit has, has stemmed in, and so I know that I have to do the work, so that way when I do bear children, like fuck, like I can give them my journals and be like, yo, read this shit, like yo, I was going through it. 
like I fucking went through it like 2020 my entire quarantine life it's all journaled like read through it you know what I mean give it to my grandkids give it to my great-grandkids and they'll be like oh my god during quarantine in 2020 look what my great-great-great-grandmother was going through you know the amazing Elizabeth (laughs) the successful actress the legend my great-great-grandmother yeah guys my legacy um I don't know. My emotions are in fucking sane. I go through like major roller coasters. But creativity is how I deal with it. You know? Being with self is how I deal with it. Processing my emotions is how I deal with it. I don't just carry this shit and walk into the earth and think, all right, let me just put my. Sh- baggage on other people you know I'm not doing that I'm trying to figure it out I'm trying to seek help I'm trying to go about it in a healthy and sustainable way crying is there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with with reflecting taking breaks from the world to just be with self, to figure out your shit and your pain. I have deep-rooted pain. And so do most people. And I think when you can have compassion for yourself and have compassion for the shit that you go through, you can look at people and say, I can only imagine what you're walking through. Tell me your story. Be curious about people. Because everybody's walking with something. Everybody has their fears. And their things that have shaped them to be who they are. And so we should just be curious to know people and listen to them. And want to know about their lives. This was a really... um, intense episode for me guys but I want to be committed to my podcast I want to share it gives me a lot of joy knowing that people listen to it and then they reach out to me and say hey Liz I cried when you cried you made me feel less alone you have no idea how much your words meant to me um I hope that this does help you or it inspires you to dive deep into your pains and know that it's beautiful. Your pain is your pain is is fucking flavor and color. Your pain is is human and it's beautiful and turn it into your purpose whatever breaks your heart lean into that does it break your heart that there's people on the street that don't eat like serve them does it break your heart that children with disabilities lean into that serve them does it break your heart for mental health that there's people that don't know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel 
that would rather give up their life than fight like then lean into that whatever breaks your heart lean into it and that's where you're gonna find so much fulfillment and so much purpose because one thing I do know that is true is you are here for a reason there is a reason for your existence there's purpose far bigger than you can ever imagine you're not just this one little speck in the universe no you're something way bigger in the words of Beyonce you're part of something way bigger something so much bigger than you can ever imagine and if you can make it through the night there's a brighter day right I love quoting people quoting songs um it's true though guys um if you're going through something don't think that you're alone um cry it out feel it it's hard but that's how healing happens it makes you stronger it makes you so much stronger it gives you clarity um and you already have everything you need and uh my man my manager not my manager my therapist uh told me this mantra it says i am the love of my life because i am god's and it's true you don't have to seek anything guys everything that you need you already have everything you try to seek externally um you already have within you you have everything you need inside of you you have the greatest gift of all which is self love that little girl or little boy inside of you understand them be the person that they needed when they were growing up be the person that they need today be the person that they need always love yourself so much if we all just loved ourselves so much this world would be a better place um yeah those are my emotions i'm gonna go sing now because uh that's what i do right like i just sing out my emotions and cry out my shit and then i go for runs and then i take care of kids i'm a nanny um and then I spend time with my family and I'll do this shit all over again next week. Next week I'll be like, oh my God, more abandonment issues Um, or other things I'm working through. Who knows? But it's the awesome gift of being a woman. Um, For those of you who don't know, you know, the men that are listening, women have um, a menstrual cycle um, and it highly um, affects their emotions makes them highly emotional so hence we uh we get highly emotional but i think it's fucking awesome we're cleansing we physically cleanse every month so um i don't know man i would i I would say that it's actually a curse that you don't get to go what we go through um honestly like but anyway i will leave it at that um and yeah I love you guys so much. If you didn't take any value away from this episode, don't you worry. Because it wasn't for you, it was for me. 
that is what art is. It's really just expression of self for self, sharing it with the world. And then people are like, I love this. And you're like, great. I'm glad you did because it was for me. Um, love you guys so much. You're awesome. You're beautiful. Share this with a friend. Uh, leave a review. Send me a DM. Follow me on the gram. Till next time. I love you so much. Keep shining.